Welcome to the Sleep Charming Podcast, the podcast where I help you drift off for a good night's sleep or simply take a moment to relax. So sit back, take a deep breath, and let me read you an old story. You wake up one morning in a beach house. The sun hasn't risen yet. The sound of the waves lapping against the sand is a soothing presence. You yawn and stretch your arms away from your body. You have wonderful plans for the day, but the bed is so inviting. Maybe just a few more minutes wouldn't be too bad. Except you want to see the sunrise. So up it is. Carefully, you place one foot at a time on the hardwood floor. The fluffy black cat on the foot of the bed is undisturbed. You tug a silk robe over your shoulders and tie it closed clumsily. The inside of the beach house is a dark navy blue. Before you flick the lights on, though those provide only a soft light, you don't mind that though as you tend to prefer gentleness wherever you might find it. You shuffle your way to the kitchen. You draw a large, lidded wicker basket from the top shelf of your pantry. It's lined with a light yellow fabric. You pack it snugly with your water bottle, a sandwich, cheese slices, and fresh grapes. You aren't much of a breakfast person, but you plan on being out for the first half of the day or so, so you decide to be prepared. Once you've packed yourself a nice lunch, you pull out your pour-over setup and brew yourself a nice hot cup of dark roast coffee. The familiar, pleasant aroma of freshly brewed coffee wafts through your kitchen. That's always one of your favorite parts of the morning. When your coffee is done, You pour it into your favourite mug and add a spoonful each of cream and sugar. You mix them in and wait for the coffee to cool before drinking it, watching the steam rise up into the air. It's almost hypnotic the way it spirals around itself. When you do finally lift the coffee to your lips, it is the perfect temperature. Notes of caramel and dark chocolate coat your tongue. You close your eyes and allow yourself to savour the moment. Everything is so still, save for the waves crashing against the beach. The rhythm of it lulls you into a deep sense of security. You match your breathing to the waves. In, out, in, out. You are shaken out of your trance by the cat rubbing against your legs. You smile and reach down to pet the cat. You scratch underneath its chin with your thumb. It closes its eyes contently and begins to purr. Its fur is so soft. You get up from your seat at the kitchen table and pour the cat a bowl of kibble for breakfast. It scampers up to you, 
its paws echoing against the floor ever so faintly, and quickly scarfs down the food. With the cat taken care of, and a cup of coffee downed, you change into a bathing suit and walk down to the beach, making sure to take your picnic basket with you. You find a nice secluded alcove to set down your belongings. The cliff face that surrounds the alcove is a blue-grey colour, and the rocks are covered in a healthy coating of moss. Families of gulls have set up nests in the rocks here. Every once in a while, you see one parent fly in to relieve their partner of nesting duty. The partner, inevitably, soars out above the sea. You watch in wonderment as the birds fly out, seemingly effortlessly. You secretly wished you could also fly. You can only imagine how beautiful the ocean must look from up in the sky. At the very least, though, you can enjoy the views from where you are. You stroll down the beach, letting the waves wash over your bare feet. The water is just warm enough to comfortably swim, but cool enough to where it is still refreshing. The sand is as white as ivory and sinks under your heels with each step you take. You breathe in through your nose, taking in the briny smell of the ocean that you love so much. Shells and sand dollars are scattered along the coast. You stop to pick one up. You find an iridescent conch shell, orange on the outside and pink on the inside. What used to live inside of it, you wonder. A reminder of how precious life is. A flash of light reflecting from the water catches your eye. The sun is finally rising. You turn to face the ocean and sit down in the cool, silky sand. The sun hasn't had time to warm the sand yet, but you don't mind. It feels smooth against your bare feet and hands. A lone hermit crab scuttles out of the foam, its speckled shell glistening. As the sun rises, fiery streaks of colour lash across the sky, and you are able to notice smaller details in the world around you. You can finally see the colour of the moss on the cliffs. To your surprise, the shade of green is much more vibrant than you had initially thought. You look up, a smattering of clouds decorate the sky, which is now painted in brilliant hues of magenta and orange and violet. It reflects off the deep blue water like a million dancing diamonds. You are almost breathless at the sight of it. The scene before you is nothing but peaceful. You close your eyes again and focus on what you can hear. The lapping waves, the breeze on your face, the cry of the gulls. It feels as if nothing bad could happen in this alcove. You watch the sunrise until the bright colours of dawn are painted over with sky blue. Though your day isn't done yet, you return to your belongings. Next to your picnic basket is your beach bag, stocked with a colourful towel and swimming equipment. You dig out the equipment and make your way back to the coast.
energized, you tug a pair of slippers onto your feet and slip a pair of goggles over your head. You wade into the water, clumsy but jovial, and fit a snorkel into your mouth. With a strong jump, you dive into the water. The scene before you is an aquatic wonderland. Coral and shades of neon greens and pinks sprawled out for what feels like miles. Schools of fish dart in and out of little crevices, their scales little flashes of light. You gracefully swim above a large selection of coral. Below you, a large sea turtle cruises by idly. Tiny fish nibble at the algae growing on its shell. A warm feeling envelopes you at the sight of it. You continue forwards, breathing calmly through the snorkel. The water is crystal clear and almost turquoise in colour. The weather is temperate and easy, other than the occasional rolling wave on the surface. The ocean is calm and still. You hear a flock of seagulls cry above you. A curious grouper with a speckled pattern on its scales swims up to you in a lumbering manner. You hold out a hand, almost tentatively, as the large fish approaches you. It swims by you, just barely brushing your fingertips with its dorsal fin. It swims alongside you as you continue to explore the shallow waters. A particularly vibrant selection of coral catches your eye. You swim up to it, propelling yourself forward with your flippers, and curiously scan the reef. The different species of fish here are colourful and incredibly diverse. You watch one fish, thin and long and tube-shaped, peek its head from out of a hidey hole. It is orange with white stripes running the length of its body, and a bulbous eye darts around as its trumpet-like mouth opens and closes. You go to investigate this odd-looking fish, when a school of blue tangs, hundreds strong, zips past you. You watch the school move in unison, their movements a hypnotizing kaleidoscope. They are an even richer shade of blue than the sky itself. It is no wonder to you, then, that they are occasionally called royal blue tangs. They swarm the reef below you, cleaning the coral of algae growth before continuing on in the search for more food. You venture out into deeper water. The grouper that had been following you peels off as you swim farther out to sea. The bright turquoise of the shallows shift to a deep indigo. The vastness of the ocean and the inherent unfamiliarity with what lies ahead is oddly comforting to you. It's strange how nothing you do right now ultimately matters in the context of the universe, but as you stare into the darkness before you, you realise that life continues onwards. You should make the most of each day, because the lack of universal meaning means that you get to make your own unique experience, unlike anyone else's. You are filled with a sense of hope and determination. You roll over 
and float onto your back, gazing up at the mid-morning sky. A plane flies overhead. You wonder if its passengers are as happy as you are. You think about where they might be going. Maybe there's a family of four on their way to vacation. Or maybe, and this is your favourite option, there's a young woman on a business trip for her big city editing job, and during her adventure, she'll have to coop up in a small town where she'll meet a simple but kind-hearted ranch hand. You don't really think that will happen, but it's nice to think about nothingness. A round of squeaks snaps you out of your thoughts. You see a rounded dorsal fin poking out of the water in your periphery. You right yourself so that your feet are underneath you as a pod of dolphins swim around you. It's all you can do not to reach out and touch one. You've never been this close to one before, much less an entire group. A calf approaches you with an inquisitive expression. You do your best to hold still, only kicking occasionally to keep yourself afloat. The calf mimics you, attempting to position itself with its tail underneath its body as your feet are underneath yours, before retreating back to its mother. One by one, the dolphins each mimic your pose. They continue on like this for a minute or two before diving down to the floor and bringing up loose items. The calf retrieves an empty shell and brings it to you, looking at you expectantly. You toss it and the calf rushes to chase it. The two of you play together like this for a long time. Eventually, the pod moves on. Your heart is racing after that magical encounter. You know that you will look back fondly on your time with the dolphins for many years to come. After a long time of swimming and daydreaming, you start to feel hungry. You swim to shore and after carefully removing your snorkeling gear, open up the picnic basket you brought with you. First, you drink from your reusable water bottle, covered in stickers that reflect little aspects of your personality. The drinking water is cool and refreshing. You break into the grapes next. They have the perfect surface tension and are delightfully sweet. Tired from swimming and having a full belly, you decide to lay out your towel. The sun is high in the air now, and the sand is no longer cool. You carefully lay out the white and blue striped towel, making sure it's smooth and free of debris. When you are happy with your work, you roll onto your back and stretch out. The warm, dry air lulls you into a sense of contentness as the sun dries the droplets from your skin. You let yourself relax. The warmth from the sand is as comforting as being bundled up in a large, puffy blanket. The waves lap onto the shore rhythmically. You breathe in as the tide comes in and out as it ebbs back. Soon, it's as though your breath is controlling the waves themselves. You allow yourself to drift away, letting the sunshine envelope you into its embrace. 
you have pleasant dreams during your nap. In the first dream, you find yourself in the air with the gulls. You are flying high, high above the ocean. The air whips around you as you soar above the sea. You can't tell if you're levitating or if you have a pair of wings yourself, but it doesn't matter. You extend your fingers and feel the wind slipping through them like sand. Feeling adventurous, you swoop low just above the surface of the ocean. You lock eyes with your own reflection. The reflection smiles knowingly, and before you can say anything, it disappears with a wave. How interesting, you think. Curious, you plunge your hand into the ocean. Something grabs your wrist, gently though, and guides you below the surface. You dive in and are shocked to see that this oceanscape is vastly different than the one that you had explored when you were awake. Notably though, you do not need your snorkel to breathe here. You glance down your arm to the hand that is holding your wrist. Holding onto you is a mermaid with stunning lavender hair, adorned with shells and trinkets of all kinds. She makes a wide gesture with her free hand, inviting you to follow her. You nod, suddenly aware of how your own hair moves in the water. The mermaid leads you deep into the ocean, much deeper than you could have gotten with just a snorkel. You eagerly follow. Far in the distance, you see speckles of light all grouped together. The mermaid swims gracefully towards them, and you are careful to follow suit. You feel your heart swell as the most gargantuan clamshell you've ever seen comes into view. It dwarfs everything else you've ever seen so far. The shell is open at a 90 degree angle, and there is an extravagant castle where a pearl might be. The mermaid releases your wrist and glides you up to the castle gate. As you follow her, you notice that there are hundreds of smaller settlements surrounding the clamshell. All kinds of fish-like people are hustling about. There are houses made from coral, and gardens of kelp and sea anemones. A child, whose tail looks like that of a dogfish, swims about the aquatic neighbourhood with a large crab on a leash trailing behind him. You can't help but smile at this whimsical world you have discovered. The mermaid knocks on the gate. Slowly but steadily, it opens. You gasp in amazement as she ushers you inside. The walls of the castle are built from sand and sea glass, and the hallways are lit up by lanterns full of bioluminescent creatures. You follow the mermaid down the hallway and onto a balcony. The view is the most amazing thing you've ever seen. What you once thought was a secluded village sprawls out into an entire kingdom. Hundreds of fish swim in between and over the coral buildings. The streets are teeming with mere folk of all shapes and sizes. 
finally, the lavender-haired mermaid turns to you. Would you like to stay here for a while? She asks. You nod, unable to speak underwater. She smiles and takes your hand in hers. She begins to chant a language unknown to you, but its flowing consonants and rhythmic cadence are beautiful nonetheless. Suddenly, you are overtaken with a white, glowing light. Your legs are replaced with a long, elegant tail. The base of your tail is a bright teal that blends gradually to the vibrant red of your sweeping fins, which are similar to those of a beta fish. In an instant, you can move much more easily underwater. Where would you like to go next? The mermaid asks you. Is there a garden we can visit? You ask. Your transformation now allows you to speak beneath the waves. Of course, please follow me. The mermaid swims idly throughout the castle. You pay close attention to the art on the walls. There are no paintings. Of course, how would paint hold up down here, you wonder? But there are dozens of beautiful mosaic pieces made from broken bits of shell. They portray different regal-looking merfolk, members of the royal family, you presume. Your favourite is of a tall, slender woman with periwinkle skin and fiery red markings. Something about her seems a bit more mysterious than the others. Finally, the mermaid opens the door and leads you outside. You find yourself at the edge of the enormous clamshell that protects the castle. Before you is a meticulously cultivated garden. It features some of the most vibrant flowers you have ever seen, and some of the strangest too. This is amazing, you say, your voice filled with wonderment. We don't have plants like this on the surface. This is the only place in the world you'll see a garden like this, said the mermaid. The ground on which we have built our kingdom is rich with magic. She turns and points to the top of the clamshell. This clam would never have grown so big if it weren't for magic. Our plants that grow within its walls are the healthiest around. You tentatively swim up to a patch of kelp. It's the most incredible thing I've ever seen. The mermaid laughs softly. Your heart is drawn to the ocean. It's no wonder you fit in so well here. You continue exploring the enchanting underwater garden. You spend an unclear amount of time with the mermaid. She leads you through the streets and introduces you to many citizens. You notice that the architecture down here, despite being made of coral, is shockingly similar to that of the architecture on the surface world. You find yourself in a small neighbourhood at the end of a cul-de-sac. A family of four is outside enjoying a meal together. You look above you and watch a humpback whale 
with a rider ferrying children back to their homes. Perhaps this is their version of a school bus. The mermaid turns to look at you. It's almost time for you to go. A heavy feeling envelopes you. Wait, I, I'm not ready to go. Can't I spend a little more time here? The mermaid smiles forlornly. I can't guarantee when you can come back, but I can give you a gift for you to remember us by. With a wave of her hand, the mermaid procures a stunning strand of pearls and a cloud of sparkle. You nod and allow the mermaid to adorn you with the necklace. Whenever you feel the need for adventure, hold it close and picture yourself here. I'll be sure to come and find you. The world around you begins to fade. The strange colours blurring together like spilled paint. Your fingertips begin to tingle and your heart starts to swim. You rush to speak before you're whisked away. You are pulled backwards up to the surface and back to the beach. You wake up underneath the warm sun. As you blink yourself awake, you notice that the sun's position in the sky hasn't changed much. You stretch and feel a light weight on your collarbone. You glance down and see the necklace the mermaid gave you. With a sense of belonging deep in your gut, you gaze out to the ocean, eager for your next adventure under the sea.